Blog Talk Radio. Hello. Thank you for joining us for another episode of 219 Green Connect. I'm your host, Kathy Sipple, and my guest today is Natalie Johnson from Save the Dunes. We are hosting Natalie to tell us about an important new initiative that Save the Dunes and some of their partners are doing, and they are looking for clean water ambassadors. This is a very important program to promote clean waterways, and it's especially targeted to people who live in certain neighborhoods who have septic systems. So I am just going to turn it over to Natalie to tell us a little bit about this interesting new opportunity. So welcome, Natalie. Well, thank you very much, Kathy. It is very exciting to be talking about the Clean Water Ambassador Program and about septic systems. Yes, I know that's something that not everybody gets excited about, but because it's something that we're not always talking about, many people don't know how to properly care for and maintain a septic system. And guess what? If you fail to maintain your septic system, it impacts water quality. And we have the data in northwest Indiana to know that in LaPorte, Porter, and Lake Counties, there are impacts from failing septic systems in waterways. So how do we counteract that? Well, the Clean Water Ambassador Program is to empower residents to go out, distribute septic system outreach and educational material at septic, excuse me, at community events, to participate in a yard sign campaign, which basically says, I'm a good neighbor, I pump my septic system every three to five years, and then also participate in a training program. You see, Save the Dunes, we want to take you, the septic system homeowner, give you the tools to educate your neighbors, and give you a $500 stipend for doing so. Oh, yes, there's money included in this. We know that neighbors trust other neighbors, and so this is the call to action right now on what we're searching for. We need people in septic system communities, particularly south of the Chesterton area, in the Valparaiso area, in between Valparaiso and Winfield, and in the Lake County area, in the Hobart Deep River Estates area. I know those are just some rough areas, but really, if you are listening to this and you have a septic system, you may qualify for the $500 stipend for the program participation and get to act as a clean water ambassador championing clean water in northwest Indiana. So hopefully you're saying, how, Natalie, how? How can I be involved? I would love to. I am saying that. (laughs) Awesome. See, this is great. Um, All it takes is a quick phone call to say, I want to know more. And I am going to elaborate more on the program today, uh, especially about what drives my passion behind septic systems. But if you're just tuning in for the very beginning of this and are interested in becoming a clean water ambassador and participating in this really easy program, all you need to do is contact us at 879-3564, extension 122. And again, that's 879 879- 3564 extension 122 or email clean water ambassador at savedunes.org 
All one word, clean water ambassador at savedunes.org. And I know after the program today, we will be posting the information uh, so that you can also find it out there written down as well as some of the neighborhoods that we're looking for. But know that participation in our program means that you can really and truly help the region promote clean water uh, by educating your neighbors on how to take care of their septic systems. Well, that's pretty cool. So what are some of the things that uh, participants would do as part of their educational outreach? I know you said maybe tabling at some events and I think yard signs. Mm -hmm. Like how, how long does the program go? Sure. So the program goes from now until April 2020. So essentially one full year. We want to make it as easy as possible for you. We would train you coming in May, and if you can't make one of our trainings, we would go, de- go out of our way to sit down with you and make sure that you are armed with all the knowledge you need to make connections with your neighbors. So really and truly, no experience necessary. Now, we do ask that participation in our program, you do collaborate with Save the Dunes to identify four events or meetings occurring in your neighborhood. Now, this could be festivals occurring in your neighborhood or town meetings. Maybe it's even at the local baseball game um, that's going on within the school system. Just some kind of community event where then you, the clean water ambassador, would sit and help share pamphlets, information, chuckle about how much fun it is to be talking about septic systems. But to start talking and creating that conversation that you would like to see your neighborhood participate in maintaining their septic systems in a proper way, with the end result being improved water quality. The other thing we ask is participation in a yard sign campaign. And guess what, Kathy? I don't think many people know this, but we celebrate something each year called Septic Smart Week. And so mark your calendar for that celebration. (laughs) I will. Oh, yes. I definitely will. Mark your calendars. I mean, you know, everybody's got the holidays on there. I've got Septic Smart Week on my calendar. And Septic Smart Week this year is September 16th through the 20th. What we are encouraging people to do and what we would like our clean water ambassadors to do is to encourage their neighbors to take a sign which we have these beautiful little yard signs that are about the size of a notebook, maybe, well, actually bigger than a notebook, big size of two notebooks. I'm really bad with spatial explanation. (laughs) Putting that in your yard, and it says, I'm a good neighbor. I pump my septic system every three to five years. You'd be surprised what kind of reaction it gets putting a sign out in your yard that says, I'm a good neighbor, I maintain my septic system. It has this ability to make other neighbors in your community go, aha, I need to do that. I have not been maintaining my septic system. Or, aha, I should get on the list because I, yeah, I, need, to, I need to reconnect. I need to identify someone new to do that service for me. And so, again, it's that participation in a yard sign campaign that we would be 
every step of the way, guiding the Clean Water Ambassador, kicking off in their neighborhood for Septic Smart Week this September 16th through 20th. Now, I say, again, every step of the way. We would ask that this person participates in check-ins and follow-up meetings to report their progress with Save the Dunes. We want to hear what works. We also want to hear what doesn't work and what people are talking about, what you've learned from this. When you go to hand your neighbor a pamphlet on septic system maintenance and care, what are they saying? So this is a really, if you think about it, a low-key program. You come to one training this year, next month, you take a bunch of pamphlets, and you go to four different events, maybe even be your town council meeting, where you distribute these pamphlets. You encourage people during the week of September 16th through 20th to put a sign in their yard that says, I'm a good neighbor, I maintain my septic system every three to five years. And you check in with people like myself or staff members here at Save the Dunes to let us know how it's going. So think about that. Four things, four easy Mm. things, and here we are, excited to help you every step of the way, and you get a $500 stipend for helping us improve water quality. I think it's a pretty cool Pretty easy. Of course, because I do digital marketing, I can't help starting to think about ways that people might even reach out online. Like just before we started the uh, interview, I had mentioned the neighborhood app called Nextdoor. So if you happen to be on that, besides your you know, sign, that would be another outreach. You, know, you could put yourself on there as a way that neighbors could reach out to you as the local ambassador. And I am going to put this podcast on there to hopefully get to the right neighborhoods. Um, and then I'm thinking back when I was a, a realtor. You know, I actually specialized in acreage properties, and especially when I had people coming from Chicago or the city that weren't used to having septic systems, I would actually give them a movie that used to be put out, I believe, from St. Joe County called Septic One Two Three. <laughs> so, although I'm not in real estate anymore, I would have to believe that I could reach out to realtors, and they would very likely know who they've sold homes to in the neighborhoods that you're trying to reach out to. So, I think we can get kind of crafty and ask people who are hearing this online to just you know look at the neighborhoods and perhaps tag people specifically that they know. Or even if, if you know of a neighborhood that has a Facebook group where that uh, link could be posted, these would all be great ways that we could get these ambassador spots filled very quickly so that you can have uh, a fully, fully loaded March, or excuse me, May training, right? <laughs> So let's, exactly. let's just put that out there as the, the intention for it. And I'm also going to tap my fellow Indiana Master Watershed stewards. Um, I am in that class right now, and that's just been fascinating. So I'll definitely send them this. I will also send the organizers who just hosted the event that I believe you and I both attended called A Thirst for Clean Water. You know, that really raised people's awareness just about how important clean water is and what citizens can do with their choices and their actions to be a part of that. So that's what I'm going to do. And I am really curious to hear about your background, Natalie. I know this is a really passionate uh, thing for you, and I believe you had even done a thesis on this. Is that right? I sure did. This is, this is why I guess I've been labeled the queen of crap on my off days. <laughs> um, 
I have been studying septic system and the perceptions revolving around its maintenance and care in Northwest Indiana. You know, Save the Dunes, of course, we are protecting and restoring the Indiana dunes and the lands and waters all around the Lake Michigan watershed. And by doing good restoration and protection, we have to investigate where the problems lie. And I had mentioned early on in the show just briefly that septic system failure seems to be one of the big problems impacting water quality in Northwest Indiana. For me personally, it was a really interesting time several years ago to be part of a group, uh, the Septic System Coordinated Working Group, which brings in experts from the Lake Michigan Coastal Program, municipalities, the Indiana State Health Department, and our county health departments, which for those who don't know, it is the county health departments that regulate septic systems, really just their installation. And this working group had been talking about the need to address water quality and septic system failure. But there was the question of, well, what do people know about septic systems what are people currently doing to maintain them? And also, who do they trust receiving information from? I went and embarked on a really unique journey. And mind you, I did this in partnership with all those wonderful partners. Sure, certainly this is a partnership effort. And had it not been for the Lake Michigan Coastal Program, this would have not probably taken as much action and come to fruition as quickly as it is today. I embarked on a journey using social science techniques, focus groups, and interviews to understand those questions. And what I found was in Northwest Indiana, generally speaking based on those persons I talked to, most people do not believe septic systems failing septic systems impact public health, which is quite a surprise. Additionally, additionally, yeah, yeah, and and so additionally, failing septic systems, they felt really did not impact the environment either. Now, if you think about it, that already eliminates two resource groups that we could use to get the message out about septic system maintenance and care. If they don't think it's an environmental group or an environmental issue, then why would people talk to Save the Dunes about septic systems or the Coastal Program or any other environmental organization? And if the general population of Northwest Indiana doesn't think it's a public health issue, why would they go to their health department, be it local, county, or state? Why would they get information from there? So that became one thing that was very clear. Who do people trust and go to information for on septic systems? Well, the answer is their neighbors. People are more inclined to have a discussion about something like septic systems 
with their neighbors. And so you can see by design, this Clean Water Ambassador program is to then empower someone in a community to connect with their neighbors and get the right information out there. Now, I say the right information because that's something that maybe people even listening to this right now are surprised to know that septic systems should be pumped every three to five years, according to the U.S. EPA. They should be inspected during that time as well. Even if they're not backing up into their house or it doesn't seem to have a problem, which is usually, and what the research I gained here in Northwest Indiana showed, is usually how people are responding to septic system maintenance and care is that they react when there's a problem. No, no, no. Septic systems by design must be maintained. For us, getting out the simple message of every three to five years pump your septic system is really a very simple message to pass along to your neighbors. But think about it. If one neighbor trusts another and they grab onto that message and they understand that that's the practice they should be doing and how to do it, you are now beginning to eliminate septic system failure in Northwest Indiana. Now, another part of this program I had mentioned was the yard sign campaign. Coming back to what we know from the social science research and that neighbors being trusted resources of outreach and education on septic systems, think about how compelling it is for one neighbor to put in their yard a sign that says, I am a good neighbor. I maintain or I pump my septic system every three to five years. If I were a neighbor, I too would be saying, well, where can I get one of those signs? I'm a good neighbor too. That is certainly a way to get people building and putting yard signs and keeping the conversation going in a visual way that influences others to act proactively. And from the social science research that we are seeing, whenever you are putting a yard sign or something like that and putting it on display for people to see, that is demonstrating that you actually have committed to doing this good environmental practice of maintaining your septic system and that it's not that you're, it's not a farce, it's that you really are doing it. We see that people are legitimately following up on that. So this whole project comes from positive. Yeah. What positive peer pressure? I was going to positive peer pressure. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I I joke about the power of guilt. It um, (laughs) it works. (laughs) (laughs) So, well, and it some people you know you're going to be able to reach out to and have those conversations with, and then for everybody else when they drive by, I think that's that's another really great supplemental way to reach those people or or to reinforce the conversation, you know, to really understand it's about protecting the water and, you know, it really needs everybody's help because the runoff from your neighbor's yard could very well end up in your vegetable garden or something or vice versa, right? Or who knows? I mean, I I don't really want to think too hard about the consequences, but, 
we certainly heard quite a few of them at the, at the conference on Saturday. But um, is, is that part of it though, is just keeping that runoff out of the watershed? Absolutely. If you think about it, the way a functioning septic system should work is that the water goes through a leach field and it drips down or through um, some kind of tank of some sort where it is funneling through and using microbes in the soil to naturally filtrate out the effluent that's coming through. And this is, I'm speaking so generally, please know that I'm not an expert on how tanks function. <laughs> but when a tank is not functioning correctly, you have too much wastewater coming out at once. And it may be going through the soil too fast. You know, in fact, we have a lot, a lot of sand here. And so it may be inclined to move faster than what the soil would be able to treat it and end up in the nearest waterway. It could end up in your vegetable garden. It could be ending up where your kids play. Those are public health risks for sure. And for those of us that love to go to the beach, we think about our friends who have homes on the Lake Michigan shoreline, why most of them are on septic systems. And when those are failing, we then have beach closure days. I know it's easy to point to Chicago where the combined sewer overflows as being the um, impact that is causing beach closures, but it should be known that we are seeing other sources of E. coli, which is highly suspected septic system related, causing beach closures. Yeah, it's pretty gross. <laughs> so not a terribly hard thing to do is to put a little reminder on your calendar, you know, three to five years. It's, it's kind of an oddball time frame. I will say when I had a septic field, I don't anymore. I live more or less in the, you know, on a regular city lot. But we actually did it every year. And that was in part because we had a few big family parties in the summer. And our normal, you know, uh, flow, if you will, was just my husband and I. So it, it wasn't like we maxed out our septic. But um, we were kind of afraid sometimes when we would have a big group and have a, a really big party, we would like to, you know, get it pumped again right after that. So we never did have any failure. That might have been overkill. But um, <laughs> I guess just really knowing what your capacity is and, and thinking about your particular habits and usage too. You know, there might be people who would benefit from even doing it more frequently if, if they had unusual, you know, usage patterns. I'm glad you shared that, Kathy, because one thing we're trying to stop is the number of people out there who say and proudly say that they've never made they've never pumped their septic system or it's been fifteen, twenty years since they've done so. Wow. And that was That's one amazing. thing during the research. We found that as we interviewed and did the focus groups in Northwest Indiana, is that there was a number of people that it had been not well over just five years, it had been well over ten years or absolutely wow. never that anyone had done the three to five year septic system pumping. And, and, you know, one thing you had mentioned, this is also gross. It is a gross thing to talk about. I should say that the clean water ambassador program is not meant to talk about the gross stuff. 
we really are honing in on that simple message of how to properly maintain your septic system in that three to five window so we can stop people from waiting Mm -hmm. 10, 15, 20 years. Let's catch it so that failure is not likely to occur underground where we can't see it happening. Right. And I will say, too, oh, sorry, Mm -hmm. go ahead. Oh, no, I'll I'll kick it to you. Well, okay, I'm just, I'll butt in just real quick. I want to say, too, I mean, (laughs) One one reason why we did it every year is it's very expensive to have to dig a new septic field. And if it goes past a certain amount of failure, I believe that sometimes that's the option. You know, I know when I was in, in real estate, sometimes that was a deal breaker when it came to the septic test. And if it, it failed, you know, some buyers were just like, oh, we're going to take a pass on this property. It just wasn't a problem that they wanted to deal with. And then the seller was stuck, you know, with that price tag, and, and I haven't priced that in quite a while, but it's, you know, as you can imagine, a pretty big deal to dig out a whole new septic field and uh, to lay that down. So just with a simple pump it every year, three, five at the very least, but that five makes me nervous, frankly. <laughs> but if, if scientists say that, you know, I'm, Natalie's the, the pro here, go with that. But, yeah, it's, it's just why would you not want to protect your investment along with, you know, the health risks and being a good neighbor? It just seems like there's so many different reasons why this is a very good idea. And so many, so much misinformation that people just don't know that that's really the action that they should be taking. That a septic system is not a way of getting out of you've not dodged a bill to the municipality to treat your wastewater. There still is expenses that you have to take responsibility for and maintain that system. And so going back to this Clean Water Ambassador program that Save the Dunes is offering right now, I had mentioned those trainings next month. I just want to reiterate all this. I know we're probably coming close to time. We are asking those who qualify, um, and qualification just means that you live in a septic system community in particularly the Chesterton area, the Valparaiso and Winfield area, um, and Lake County in the Hobart area. Maybe you even live in a septic system community near that that's not quite in there, but we want to discuss, see if you qualify for program participation. We train you on the things I'm talking about on the program today, and it's not the complex things about how septic systems work. No, it's about the three- to five-year maintenance schedule, and it's about things that are beyond that because we haven't really talked about today such as what not to put down your drain, not to run heavy loads of laundry when it's raining, and some other tips that are just good to avoid failure. We then give you the material, and you just have to commit between now and April 1st of 2020 of going to four different events that they don't have to be big events. They can be very simple that you would then distribute that information at. Put a sign in your yard saying that you're septic smart during the septic smart week of September 16th to 20th. 
And then checking in with Save the Dean staff along the way to update us of your progress. So reiterating the number two, if this is interesting to you, I hope that you call. My direct line is 793564-extension122. And the email, cleanwaterambassador at savedunes.org. I want to talk to people who are interested in participating. And, again, that if you're not in it for the $500 stipend, maybe you just simply want to do it because you want to see cleaner water in northwest Indiana. I know I do, and I'm sure you do too. Well, thank I do. Thank you so much for sharing this important message and this really nice opportunity for some folks that care about the environment, that you know want to be clean water ambassadors. And hey, who can't use an extra $500? If you don't want to take it, then you can always donate it to your favorite charity. But uh, why not? You could put that toward your own septic pumping. <laughs> Probably have a little, some of the spare too. So this is Kathy Sippel. This has been another episode of 219 Green Connect. We're going to be posting links right on our website. That's 219greenconnect.com. It will be pinned to the top. So anybody who is hearing this, please visit the website and grab the link. Share it to your social media. And uh, hey, if your friend ends up being a, a water ambassador and gets $500, tell them they owe you a, a cup of coffee or something <laughs> if you refer them. But uh, we really appreciate your help getting the word out there. And thanks to my guest, Natalie Johnson from Save the Dunes, for being here with us today. Well, thank you.